Bao gone ma. Just checking with that. You went ham on that on that uh that me. <laughs> Guys, check out our Peacemaker <laughs> review of episode one to three and our interview because we have exclusive coverage of Laogon Ma and our delicious Very sauce. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Dylan completely agreed with it. Uh, so did John Cena. I mean, so that was great. So uh, how's it feel coming back to class? Uh, very confusing. I don't know what's going on. I agree. Uh, it's more so... confusing than our interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on right now. It's like, uh, scheduling wise and stuff. And plus the coronavirus. How about you? I know mm. we, so we're both in class. If you guys didn't know. Well, it's so funny. I, I told you this story, but, uh, so, uh, yesterday I was at the airport. I was in Chicago, uh, coming home. And uh, it was actually my first day of class, which I totally forgot. It was a night class. And I had to remember that there's a time difference because I was in Chicago and in the Northeast. It's an hour difference. So I was trying to get to the gate early so that uh, I had time to just sit down and then go on my computer and then log into my class. So I felt like fucking Kendall from Succession running to the board meeting. Like, Roman, is Roman there? Lawrence? <laughs> Don't start without me. <laughs> I'm just still surprised you actually watched it. I'm it's so a happy. good show. Like, like I, I will, I will give it to you, Akram. It was a good recommendation. I'm glad that uh, I got into it because it's so funny. It's just like it's uh, like it deserves all the award that it got, like uh, the Golden Globes and everything. But I, I love yeah. the cast. I love uh, Jeremy Strong, uh, Kieran Culkin, Brian Cox. I think they're all great. But yeah, until uh, till season four comes up. Yeah, I can't wait to do a review of that. Um, finally, we could do a review. It might take a while, though, because with scheduling issues with, you know, obviously the coronavirus stuff, it's kind of like the boys. Like, they take, like, a, a huge kind of, like, it seems like a hiatus at first. They did take a hiatus for season three, actually. It took, like, about two years or so since since 2019. Um, and then all of a sudden, it just came out not too long ago. Well, so um, crazy because one of the first seasons come out because it's it's it feels like it's still relevant to like today's like topics because there was like one part in season one where like Kendall's going into like the art industry, like the underground market and shit, and it's like they're talking about like NFTs and shit. I was like, damn, when when did this they film this shit? Because like it's so relevant. Yeah. Yeah, you know? that the writer actually, uh, there's a whole like room filled with like writers, but like one of the main writers um, worked on a play that was all about like business and stuff like that. Um, so she like uh, knows a lot of insights and worked with uh, journalists and stuff like that. It, yeah, honestly, it's really relevant. Um, and also just the, the philosophy behind it, psychology behind it. Uh, it's, it's really like a rich show. I'd say so that's why it does so well and it's all most of the time it's improv they do multiple recordings one scripted then okay go free do your thing and as we can see with Kiernan uh you know he's just like yeah, Brian wild. Cox even yeah. stated he's like he's worried about uh Jeremy because apparently his method acting is going like above and beyond the norms so I hope he's not yep. like doing lines of coke during, <laughs> during the show or some shit the dad or that's powdered what we need milk. to do for our podcast <laughs> yeah what to it keep takes up. to run this thing that's why we gotta start snoring in uh, Laogun Ma <laughs> so <laughs> I mean uh, I like your Boba Fett shit by the way I can't I call it Boba Fett because apparently Slave 1 is outlawed it's the, outlawed <laughs> and I don't PC know the community. name <laughs> yeah and I, I don't I forgot even what's the new name from it uh, I think I, it's just I, called Fire Spray or some shit oh yeah I mean, it's that's, like some that's the class thing. of yeah. ship that it was in but they just changed it now to, it's officially called Fire Spray whatever the fuck they want to call it I don't yeah, know yeah that's like, a whole 
political thing. It's like hard to. I don't. Wouldn't know. it be funny just... though? It was just like like Bobo, like in this episode, like when he went to bust his ship out, and it's not even like his ship; it's just like a hot toy ship. He's like, it's a collectible exclusive. I have to get it out of there. <laughs> no, it's uh, what's his name? Uh, Vin Diesel's character from Fast and Furious. I was saying the Marcus by accident. What's his name? <laughs> I forgot his name. Dom Toretto. Dom Toretto. <laughs> it's like that's an yeah. inside joke, y'all. If, if, that's that's like. <laughs> I was about to say down bad. That, that's a lunch table podcast. Uh, inside joke. <laughs> Maybe one, one day, day we'll tell it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when we boy. get enough followers, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but oh. yeah, that'd be funny if like Dom Toretto was there. <laughs> well, they they had like a reunion. You know what I mean with with uh, the gang or Jabba's palace, just like a garage, it just had all, all these like vintage <laughs> cars and shit. <laughs> We learned through. Or like family. the the nightclub place, or like the the cyborg tattoo parlor. It's just like a, it's like the Tokyo Drift club. <laughs> I wonder if you know. They have the Hulk, like uh, that Hulk car. I forgot from what's that guy there? Bow Wow was he in there? I thought yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. The Bow Wow was there, which is this random like his regular clothes. We <laughs> so random. Well, that's like it's very like different. I'd say like the 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 new style, right? You were saying something earlier that's kind of like they're like the millennials of Star Wars now. Or yeah, something it's so like weird that. because we don't see young people. Well, we do, but not mm. that often in Star Wars. So it's just like, it's weird to see like, because they're, they're so fashionable for Star Wars. That's my thing. They look so fashionable. It feel, almost feels like out of place. But we, we mm. kind of saw that in, um, what was it? It was like, I think it was Last Jedi when they were in that casino place. And they were kind of like, right. like, like it, it depends yep. like different cultures for Star Wars, which is really cool because you can be flexible with like, you know, the way people dress and shit. So I really like that. I think it's just like cool that we get to see like, you know, it's not just like different races, but it's like also different like genders, ages. You know, it's so um inclusive. It's yeah. Very scary. <laughs> very scary. I wanted Star Wars to suck the essence <laughs> out of the norms. Laogon <laughs> Ma. Laogon <laughs> Ma. Hey guys, welcome to the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram, where we discuss your favorite in pop culture entertainment. We're here with another book of Boba Fett review for Chapter 4, The Gathering of the Storm. Great episode, a lot more reveals into Boba's past and also his next steps for the future. Here to discuss is my my own capo and my co-host Akram. Uh, tell me what you liked about Chapter 4. Well, how you doing, Dylan? Um, how's everyone doing? Uh... Very scary. <laughs> you know, no, it was great. It, it, honestly, uh, I felt like it was so such a fun episode and such a revealing episode of Boba Fett's character. I think it uh, answered the question that everyone had was why he was so uh, pacifist, uh, you know, through this whole series um, up to this point. Now we understand, thankfully, and I hope that that kind of like calms some qualms over uh, over that. So, yeah, very fun episode, I'd say. Uh, we got more of... Uh, the fire spray instead of slave one, as we were speaking about earlier. Uh, that's awesome. Sarlacc pit's great, and we'll go over uh, of that end end like teaser right there, which is crazy. I can't wait to discuss that. But yeah, give us your thoughts. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, a lot answered a lot of our questions um, that we've had from this series so far. Uh, one of the big questions I had about this series was uh, why Boba Fett decided to. Uh, become a crime lord as opposed to a bounty hunter and we kind of saw his his ideology in this episode so he feels like you know the crime laws that he's dealt with so far 
um, just kind of been like making wrong moves and it's been costing, you know, lives. I mean, obviously it's, that's the line of work that they do, you know, their own life, they put in jeopardy, you know, it's like big, go big or go home. You, you get big rewards, but at the same time, you're also risking your life. But he feels like, you know, these, uh, these people in power just throw, you know, mercenary lives so casually away without any consequence. So I, I like that they showed that because it, it's kind of like his mindset. You know, he wants to kind of like change the system a little bit um, where like everybody can win. And this episode, I think he definitely got his balls back uh, with that uh, crime family meeting, as we saw with the, you know, the, the three fr families. So I think that was definitely like a, a show of power uh, for him. And it was just kind of like, don't fuck with me because, you know, I'm still, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still the daimyo. So I like that a lot. Um, I think there was a lot of cool Easter eggs in this show. Uh, so let's start from the beginning. Um, so obviously we start with Boba. He finds Fennec in the desert, um, which we saw from obviously Mandalorian uh, season one. So it was cool that we saw that time between season one and two of Mandalorian, uh, what him and Fennec were up to uh, before he got his armor back. So that was cool. Uh, that was cool. We got to see that that mod shop we were talking about. Earlier with the the cyborg uh, Inspector Gadget kids or the Power Ranger kids, whatever you want to call them, uh, that's just cool to me. It feels like it feels like it's like a Star Wars version of like a tattoo parlor. I don't yeah. know, it's just like it's like instead of like you know adding something to yourself, you're kind of like taking away from yourself. You're like because like tattoos are kind of like representative of like identity in a way. So it's like I don't know, maybe they feel like you know cyborg parks parts just like i don't know makes them better as a person i don't know it's just it's just cool to, it's, it's like really interesting in my opinion and we saw the appearance of thundercat which i thought was cool little cameo itself so, i feel like every episode now has at least like one celebrity cameo now that i thought that was because at first i thought that was kendrick lamar and i was like damn is that is that kendrick and then i had to look at it, i was like oh shit uh thundercat made appearance so he was the uh the, the parlor surgeon but it's I was, a lot of celebrities like his, in this yeah it's a lot of celebrities it's so interesting it's like like uh, like the video game industry now, it's like at least one celebrity for every episode. The video game industry is um, always evolving. It's always so evolving, as you always say. <laughs> but that was cool. And then, um, so they're scouting out uh, Jabba's palace, or Bib Fortuna's palace, I guess, at this time. Um, because, you know, uh, we hadn't seen uh, Slave 1 for a long time, uh, which I was talking about in the early part. I was like, where is Slave 1 at, like, all this time? Um, so we haven't seen it in modern yet, but we did see it in the flashbacks. So um, actually that... That little probe dried thing that uh, Fennec has, we actually saw that in if uh, any or if there's any fans of uh, Star Wars Clone Wars 2003 from uh, Jenny D. Tartakovsky, um, that little probe droid was actually in the episode uh, when Obi-Wan is fighting on Munilis. So it's this cool little like, I think the clone commandos had it. It's like a little uh, map. I think it's called a map droid or something. Um, but that was a little cool Easter egg. We also saw uh, the pro the rabbit droid from uh dave filoni's clone wars so yeah that was it's fun funny how like clone wars like makes its way into like little easter eggs and stuff the droid from i believe it was from return of the jedi uh that was like in charge of like c-3po and r2 um and then there's like a chef droid which i thought was funny because he pulled general, general, <laughs> <Yeah>, general kenobi <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny so i i, I love all the easter eggs and obviously the sarlacc pit made a return with that that jump scare um, but, uh, what, what else did you feel this episode? Did we, did I miss anything? No. Yeah. Pretty on point. I, I thought that that was, that was great to see the Sarlacc pit, uh, versus, uh, Slave One or Fire Spray. That was really cool. I, I liked the, like, <laughs> there's so much control over, uh, I, well, 
fire spray. There's so much control over it. Like you could just do so much of it. And I thought that it's so interesting to see like another jump scare because we had Miss Minutes before uh, with Loki and now we got this. Um, and we also get to see some uh, some resolution to uh, Boba Fett's disease. So apparently it's like a, like just because the acid, I don't know, that acid must have like some poisoning effect or something for him to go to that length of having to do a back to tank all the time. Um, so and as we've seen in this episode, finally he is healed. Um, so full strength. Um, yeah, some of the things we were mentioning in last episode too, like some some things that we've seen here. I remember we mentioned something about like some celebrity appearances we'll probably see, and obviously they, there you go. Um, the the table with like the other type of like families, um, and I just I I, I really like the fact. Uh, I was just say I, I think it's very scary. I can't get that out of my head now. I <laughs> I like the fact that uh like he says like you know um I give you this like you know I don't expect anything from you. You know, don't expect anything from me. I don't know how well that's going to go later on for the future of things. Um, I don't know if, like, it's going to all come down to, like, it's going to, like, basically splash in his face that he's going to, like, figure out, oh, I can't, I have to be, like, really uh, bad like Jabba was with these people. Like, treat them, like, really bad. Um, everything through fear. Um, but, yeah, I, I really, like, I found the discussion Fennec and Boba had. I felt like that was such a nice and beautiful moment. Um, he was trying to explain himself. I think Tamora Morrison's such a great actor here. And, um, and obviously, like, in Django Fett, I mean, I've seen him in other movies, but, like, here he's, like, you could tell, like, when he was speaking about it, it's, like, kind of, like, a little bit hesitant, like, in a fac facial expression. So, like, kind of, like, you know, he knows how Reserve. it sounds. Yeah, yeah, but, like, he, he has to do it this way. And we spoke about that last, last episode, too. Um, like, the sand people really changed him. And I'm glad because a lot of people, like you said, were really concerned. They were saying, oh, this is not the Boba Fett that we grew up with or that we know of. But, no, it, it really changed him. It's a very, like, adult thing to, like, not um, just have him all badass, you know, because there's no depth to that. And so here we see there's a there's more of a depth. The man has changed now, you know, and it's true. Like in a way, mercenaries are disrespected, and uh, like it's all about respect, right? So he's gonna like bring Fennec on with him, and I'm glad. I, I like their relationship. Like she just tags along, you know. She appreciates that he helped mm. her. He went to yeah. such a length, um, and he and she respects him. And uh, say goodbye to that Bantha too. That Bantha was so cute. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like the Tonga. Like. It's like old Yeller, like. Uh... I don't know, sea biscuit or something. <laughs> I know it was so much like animated. We never seen that from a bantha. Like actually, like give time to like you know pet the bantha. Know. You know, <laughs> it was such like a nice moment. I don't know. He's like, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> I felt like to cry. <laughs> I know. Boba has such like a good relationship with uh, with animals in Star Wars. Better than Din Djarin anyway. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I agree. Like uh, I love the his changing character. Um, that's one of the big. Uh, themes of this show is a uh, redemption but also like um you know turning turning your angle away from you know your past uh even fennec we can see that like you know she was kind of like this ruthless assassin but uh i don't know who knows why she she turned around i thought that was just interesting like maybe she just is like she she maybe agreed with boba like you know she's probably worked for like some terrible people and didn't always get her way. So maybe she's just turning a new leaf and she's like, oh, well, maybe if I stick around with this guy, you know, maybe um, there's more reward for me than, you know, if I just keep going solo by myself. Um, so I wonder, like, how long she'll stick around with that. And also, like, speaking of that, we also got, like, Black Chris Anson 
made another appearance. Um, so I thought that was interesting, like his fight with the Trandoshan, because it's kind of like like almost like like racial tension between like the Wookies oh, and the so Trandoshan. F- that's true. I didn't even think about that. That is true. Because a lot of people are like wondering, yeah. like, why is he so mad at the Trandoshan? But a lot right. of people don't know, like in the comics and in the lore, the Trandoshans are actually like, Wookie slavers. Yeah. Um, I think even Bosk uh, had like some like Wookie braids or some shit um, that he kept around or something. And there's, there's always yeah. that tension between the Wookiees and the and the Trandoshan. And watch the Clone like, Wars. They had yeah, a full watch episode the Clone of Wars. that. Yeah. You can see that. Um, yep. And it's so funny because it's like, it reminds me of like King Kong and Godzilla in a way. <laughs> it's just like mm. amphibian or like that uh, that primate and reptilian rivalry for some reason. It's always like it just there draws from like you know, older narratives, but I thought that was cool. Rich so, things yeah, I guess, here, yeah. Yeah, it's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Black Chrysanthemum, I guess he's now running full-time with the with the Boba gang, so that's cool. Or maybe he's just Finally. working as like, a, I don't know, maybe like a bodyguard or something. Like, if you have Chrysanthemum on your team, you're fucking set, dude, because yeah, right? that dude is like bodying, he bodied his whole security mm-hmm. team in like the first, or the, the second episode. It's like, if you have that guy around, nobody's going to fuck with you. Plus, he has the Rancor now. Which we yep. saw that he used to his advantage during the meeting, so yep. that was cool. So like now people know that he has like a legit rancor. So you know he's he's in power now, and so like you can just like fuck with him if you want. But um, yeah. So I guess the the Pikes now are just like setting up camp. We still haven't seen the mayor in this episode. So I guess he's he's running with them now. Um, so we're just gonna see like next episode. I guess they're they're setting up uh this big war or this big showdown between. Boba and the Pikes. I, I'm I'm still kind of iffy on the on the the three families because it's like you said you can't really you know trust them too much. But he did make a good point like he trusts them to act in their own self interest. So it's not like you know he doesn't he obviously doesn't trust them, but he trusts them you know to to work to his advantage. But yeah, so that last scene uh, that we saw, uh, we heard um, uh, the Mandalorian theme. So what do you think about that? Do you think we will see uh, our old pal pedro <laughs> well that guy is really busy because he's filming the last of us part two and getting paid six hundred thousand dollars to each episode so imagine <laughs> now coming man. back to star wars <laughs> that is great right. because we also can see some here's the thing resolution um like where did he go after mandalorian season two and also this could be a teaser for season three of the mandalorian which a lot of people were unsure of um they didn't give too much information on that so i think that we're gonna get some of that dialogue between boba and and dinjarin and also maybe some dialogue about grogu like maybe boba's gonna mention some funny comment on grogu or even fennec you know something like that i think it's it's awesome i think it's gonna be great i wonder if we're gonna see like a suit upgrade i wonder if he's even gonna like still have the helmet on like like you know like maybe he's just like kind of in a way evolved from that um Mm. so there's a lot of questions to be answered i don't think we'll get them all but i think that there will be a lot of teasers for the answers to come and i think that the fight's gonna be really badass i can't wait for the rancor i had uh, i said something last episode was like i got a feeling he might like ride the rancor uh boba and i'll be mad if he doesn't ride that rancor (laughs) yeah it's like something so badass right and it's just like i i I want i I want danny trejo to have his own rancor too (laughs) oh danny trejo i want him just to go into battle with like not star wars machetes but like but just like some machetes. machetes, machete. <laughs> but no, no, no. He's like has a trench coat. He's like, it's, it's like all these like mini Uzis or something. He's like, 
<laughs> he's got some bandoilers and shit. Yeah, <laughs> grenades like just there. You see, like the like he turns the uh, the gadget kids into like the spy kids or some shit. But they were like murderous. They were like they all had <laughs> yeah. like like AKs and stuff like that. They were ready to go. Like it was just like full yeah, like on Desert out. Eagles and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like Black Crescenton. They gave him a minigun. It was like it was all full like all. Oh out my war. god! Like, Yo, I I really yeah. hope the last episode like we get to see like everybody's like you know martial prowess at the end i think like, so Wilbur really hasn't been like doing any crazy fights this season i think that just like the one with black chrysanthemum but like that's the yeah. only one i can think of yeah so i hope like we get to see like more like like the way he uses his armor and shit like the like we saw in um mando season two when he was fighting the stormtrooper so i hope we get to see like his his like uh his backpack rocket or something i don't know just so, like him like in his prime you know well, like fighting well, shit let me ask you something why do you think it's called the book of boba fett i have my theory but i want to hear yours first <laughs> i was about to say the book of eli <laughs> <laughs> no no no, uh, no i think no. i think this series like is still glued to mandalorian because in a way it's kind of like how punisher was glued to the daredevil um it's like a it's like its own chapter of the Mandalorian, right? It's it's its own entity, but I think it's just like a little sub narrative. Because remember, this also takes place like the flashbacks takes place in between Mandalorian, right? So it's kind of like it's own like a like a subheader or subnote, like in between the time of Mandalorian, what was going on during that period, right? Because uh remember, man uh Din went to t- Tatooine too. So it's kinda like they're they're telling stories from different points of view, right? It's kind of like a like a parallel. So it's like we see like Din's point of view, and then we see um, Boba's point of view, right? Because in the way, like Boba is like a Mandalorian in his own right, whether or not he uh, accepts that title or not. So it's it's kind of like a like a symbiotic relationship away. Like like there's like Mandalorians who like honor the code and embrace, you know, uh, their tradition, and there's like Mandalorians who are more modern in a way, and they you know, are more aligned with reality in the real world and how do they make a living, you know? So it's kind of, like, cool to see. And then there's, like, also you could talk about, like, like Death Watch, like, with um, Bo-Katan's faction. I wonder if she'll ever get her own spinoff one day. That'd be cool, like, just to see, like, you know, Mandalorians, like, uh, from the planet Mandalore and, like, the, you know, the more extremists or the most, or, like, uh, modernists, I guess you could say. So I wonder if, like, She'll make an appearance in this show too, because remember, uh, Fennec. I mean, it was Im- heavily implied that Din might make a reappearance, but um, Fennec did say like, uh, with credits you can buy any muscle as long as you know where to look. So it could be anybody in the in the Star Wars. I hope we see Bosk. Like, I just want to see Bosk at least one time in the show or some like classic bounty hunter. But I th- I think so far this this episode was really good. Uh, I think it delivered um, as far as pacing because it was kind of it's been kind of slow. For the first three episodes, but I think it's picking up now. So, do you know how many episodes we have left now? Um, six and seven. Uh, well, three episodes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So three episodes left. So yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a good setup for this big, you know, war we have going on. Um, but any uh, predictions for next episode? I didn't even answer. I said I had my theory why it's called the Book of Boba <laughs> Fett. You wanted to change it. Hold on. <laughs> I Damn. go off sometimes, guys. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Uh, what What's your thoughts on it? No, I think it, I think it's everything you said minus the tangent. But I think it's everything you said, and I I think it's really because the Book of Boba Fett's all about this new chapter in his life. But not only that, it's like three things: the chapter that it's kind of like you said intertwined with the Mandalorian. I think it's a new chapter in his life that that he changed the page, and I also think it's uh as if we're seeing this legend 
in front of our eyes, um, transformed Tatooine slowly and through respect and is changing the game of bounty hunting and hunting. And I think that's really uh, important because we're going to see that in comics. It's going to go straight to the comics and we're going to see like how people are going to change uh, like just this whole bounty hunting world because it's very like a, a very like nasty, gritty, slick bounty hunting world that we see in the comics shows. But now we'll see it through respect. So it's kind of like as if they're like, uh, I don't know, like uh, samurais or something like that later on. I mean, there's or a lot like of like spaghetti Western or something. Yeah. Or... And there's a lot of parallels. Like you mentioned episode, uh, I think it's episode two about like Boba crafting his band. Uh, I'll say back the tank. He's crafting his stick. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, going back to the predictions, um, I think it's hard to say. Right. Because I feel like they answered this question why he's behaving this way. Um, now, Black Chrysanthemum's here. Um, I think we're going to see more of the mayor. I, I think now it's time to see what are the pikes really up to. I know it's the spice trade, but like, what's what what will the mayor get from it? Uh, and will we see a cameo again? I keep saying it. Will we see a cameo from Amelia Clark's character Kira? Um, will we see anything like that? Like even like a crossover? Because I know she's a part of what. She's not really a part of the pikes, right? She's a part of what. Crimson Dawn. Uh, Crimson Dawn. But like still, like, will we see something like that? Because I'm interested because if we got Black Chrysanthemum, the sky's the limit, really, because I never expected we'll see him. So mm-hmm. I got or a feeling. Dr. Afra, who knows? Dr. Afra. I mean, um, maybe next episode we'll get Din Djarin in this somehow. Like they're going to go like it's kind of like a fetch quest of like, let's go get Din, Din Djarin. Where is he now? You know, um, maybe. I don't know. I got a feeling like Din Djarin kind of like hung up the cape. Uh, or cloak and he's like trying after what happened with Grogu he's kind of like okay um well still we have to talk about the dark saber as well like what's what's going on with that we'll That's probably true, we'll get yeah. answers I think we will get answers I mean, next episode my theory is that he probably went back to the armor maybe he's like rethinking of like you know because remember season two was like a big character transformation for Din too right because he was kind of like meeting all these different Mandalorians that weren't you know in line with the with the code so it was kind of like he was like reforming his own character way he was thinking about like other points of view so maybe i don't know maybe next season or maybe if we see him in this show maybe he's like uh reconsidering like what it means to be a mandalorian maybe he's not wearing the helmet so much or because remember like the whole um I forgot what they called it. it was like the covert uh of the mandalorians died out in the first season i mean they still had the armor left so maybe he's helping her like rebuild or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, just interesting to think about. Yeah, very interesting and cool stuff. Um, yeah, I can't wait to do the review for episode five. Um, also, Peacemaker. The Peacemaker episode might not come out tomorrow uh, for our review. It might come out like around Friday-ish or Saturday-ish again. Um, really exciting stuff. Uh, you guys could check out our full playlist as well. Um, it's going to be linked down below and also check out our Hawkeye reviews. That's going to be, that's like really fun to do. That was, that was a really fun experience. And what if that was like our, like, like season one stuff. So, uh, please forgive the audio quality. And we got a, and we got a news discussion, I think coming out on Saturday. So yeah. we're going to be talking about the big news. Obviously yep. was Moon Knight. I almost said Moonlight, <laughs> but <laughs> Moon Knight and a bunch of other, um, cool news that, uh, we haven't touched on lately, but I think a news discussion is, is overdue. So yeah stick around guys uh thank you for listening to our review for boba fett um be sure to like this video and subscribe to our channel for more content like akram said on our next video we'll be covering peacemaker episode 4 on hbo uh so stay tuned for that uh because akram has a lovely interview Lao with Gomba. john cena on our youtube page <laughs> that was so good <laughs> so uh definitely check out that if, if you're interested <laughs> but uh until then guys uh thank you for having lunch with us 
See you guys. Mm-hmm.